But Ryan, I can't find leads. Calm down, calm down. Jason Vanna is here today unpacking how to get leads on LinkedIn with organic content. And this is the exact strategy he used to scale his side business into his main business. Let's do it. Jason, man, so pumped to have you here. Let's just dive right in and let's unpack. What did your strategy look like when you said, okay, I, I want to start this business and I'm going to leverage LinkedIn to kind of be the catalyst for growing that business. What did that strategy look like and why did you pick LinkedIn? Actually, to be honest, I didn't come into LinkedIn thinking I was going to build a business. It was more, I saw people being active on LinkedIn and I was like, I'm just going to give this a try and see what I can do from it. And so I've been a content marketer for probably close to 20 years now. And so I know how content works. And so when I jumped on LinkedIn, one, I realized like I've been in the marketing realm for close to 20 years. So I knew marketing and I figured this would be the best type of content for me to put out because I just know it so well. And I can write a lot of content around marketing. And so the whole reason I jumped on LinkedIn was LinkedIn is a very B2B business platform. And that's what I do. It was B2B marketing for the last 20 years. And so I figured, you know what, this is going to be a good place for me to really establish myself as, as kind of a thought leader or a personal brand on this platform when it comes to marketing and branding. Cool. So that was your goal to kind of set yourself up as a thought leader so that you could then use the organic content that you're putting out to elevate yourself and then ultimately generate leads for B2B marketing clients on the back end, right? Yeah. So really it was more when I initially started, it was more, I just like content. I'm going to try this new platform, see how it works. And then probably within a month, I was like, I could be a thought leader here and be like one of the top people if I really just focus. And so that was kind of the the goal right from the start. So where did you have that shift? Like what type of content did you start putting out that really hit? And you were like, okay, this could be something. Really, it was because I focused on marketing. All the content I put out was marketing, branding, or some kind of marketing, branding strategy type of content. And really what started happening was I was just taking what I knew and distilling it down in a very easy and simple way. And I had a lot of B2B business owners and other like B2B marketing directors or CMOs or whatever contacting me saying, Hey, do you do consultations? Can I pay you for your time? I've got some questions. You seem to know what you're doing. Can I pay you to help me with that? And that's kind of for me when the light bulb went off of like, Hey, I didn't go into this thinking I was going to start a business and, and launch something from this. But all of a sudden I'm putting out all this content that for me, like if you look at my content on LinkedIn, I look at it and say, it's like kindergarten level. Most other marketers are going to look at it and be like, that that's stuff you learn in college. Like that's not stuff you know after 20 years of doing marketing. But I was distilling it down and saying, hey, I'm going to make this super simple for someone who doesn't know marketing. And so all of a sudden, all these B2B business owners that know they need to do marketing, but don't understand how do you even start? And like, you look at other other thought leaders or other experts and it's like, you have to be on this platform and you have to do this and this and this and this. And all of a sudden it's like, I need like five full-time people to do what, what all this advice that I'm getting. And so I was like, I'm just going to teach them to do marketing themselves and share the strategies I use, share the insights that I've learned. And because of that, people were DMing me all the time saying, hey, I have a question for you. Hey, I need help with this. Do you do you actually do this? Can you do this for me? And all of a sudden I'm like, 
yes, yes, I can. And in the background, I'm like, okay, now I got to figure out a, an offer here. I got to figure out a process so that I can actually sell this to people because they're wanting it. There's demand for it. Yeah, absolutely. So when you got out there and obviously you started generating some leads with the content mm -hmm. you were putting out, but it probably took a while to figure out like what type of content was like hitting and getting the most traction, you know, and that's probably evolved over time. So let's say right. like, you know, going into 2022, what type of content do you see performing the best right now on LinkedIn? So a lot of this, I use Shield Analytics to really understand what of my content is working and what is not working. So a lot of this is driven off of data for me, but really what I'm seeing working right now is your very practical, very tactical type of content. So there are some content creators that will, that will be like all story, share your story, tell us how you had a bad day, tell us like the issue you had with your kid the other day and like all this kind of stuff. And, and that does build up, help people see you from a personal standpoint and, and it has its place. But really what I'm seeing in way of generating leads and actually getting people wanting to pay for my services is that very practical. Um, now I do primarily text only mm -hmm. um, because right now on LinkedIn, text only seems to perform the best. We see that as well in our agency that you have a lot of people that are like video, video, video. And I think in most scenarios, video performs better like across the board. But on LinkedIn, we see that text stuff and even like graphic posts perform better than video content on LinkedIn, which is flipped from most other every other platform yeah. out there. And LinkedIn used to be pretty decent with video. Like there was a season here, I think start of this year, maybe end of last year, where video was actually getting a boost. And right now I know that LinkedIn is kind of playing around with how they want to incorporate video into the platform. And so I've seen and like I help manage, we have clients that we do their LinkedIn content for them. And what we found is the video content gets fewer views, small like lower engagement, um, just because it's not it's not getting out there where a text post, one, I, I think some of it too is just me, even me personally, I would rather just skim through a text post and, and have the bits of information I want there than having to watch a three minute video, especially when I don't watch videos with audio on my phone. It's if you don't have captions, I don't watch your video. And so I think, I think like what you said is true on LinkedIn, especially right now, video is not doing as well. And I've seen other creators who were primarily video people starting to transition more to text because their videos are not generating the type of engagement they thought they would. It kind of digging into that a bit more text-based post, what type of text-based post do you see performing best? I know you talked about like stories and things like that earlier, but like, do you have any type of like cadence where you're like, I do a post about this and then a post about this and then a post about this. Yeah. Can you break that down? So for me, all this kind of comes back to the content strategy I follow is I follow what I call the one thing strategy. So all of the content I put out revolves around one main topic, because if you think about it, content really is a branding tactic. It's not a marketing tactic. So the purpose of content is not to generate leads and grow your business. The, the goal of content really should be to embed your name in the back of people's minds as the only solution for whatever it is you offer. So really what you want to do is figure out what that solution is. What is that one thing you want to be known for? 
and revolve all your content around that. So for me, when you see my profile picture in your feed and you see my content showing up, I want you to think right away, Jason equals marketing. So if you have anything revolving around marketing, any kind of question, I'm the guy you come to because that's the content I put out. Now, from there, I do three subcategories or what other people call pillar content. And that then is what I wrap around the services that we sell. So in Shift, we sell uh, brand branding services, strategies, design, all of that. We do content, and then we just do overall marketing strategies. So all of my content is branding, content, or strategy. It's directly tied to the core pillars of your business. Yeah. And so all that to say, using Shield Analytics, what I have found as I have like tracked my content and seen what's worked and what's not worked, what I found is when I write about branding, I don't get as much engagement because most people, they don't understand branding. They don't want to understand branding. They just want something crisp, clean, like, hey, I can go publish a post tomorrow. Branding takes a long time to develop. So Branding, I get a little bit less engagement on. Content, I get a crap ton of engagement on because doesn't matter what industry you're in, doesn't matter if you're B2B or B2C or D2C, like whoever you are, content works. And so I get a lot of people, especially if they're on LinkedIn and trying to improve their own content, I get a lot of engagement on content. So what I, and then I do once a week, I do what I call my sassy Jason posts where I kind of from a sarcastic standpoint, call out really bad marketing, branding, and sales tactics that people use. So the cadence that I've come up with, I do every weekday because I do not want to be on the platforms on the weekend on the platform on the weekends. And so what I do is that like a work life thing or engagement sucks on the weekend or both? It's more of a work life. Like for me, the weekends, I do not want to be tied to my phone on the weekends. And in order for content to really do well, you have to also engage. And so on the weekends, I am not my routine is different. So I'm not able to make sure like I'm engaging with people on the weekends. But so what I do is two days a week, I write on branding, two days a week, I write on content. And then every Wednesday, I do my sassy Jason post. And so what I've seen from that is I might start the week with low engagement because I do my branding content. But the branding content for me generates more leads because that's where people really need the help. Then I do my sassy Jason post and that tends to get more engagement. And then I end the week with content and my engagement goes up. So then come Monday, engagement is up. People are seeing my posts when I publish and it's the it's a branding post which generates more engagement for or more leads for me. So I just that's kind of developed over I mean, I've been regular on LinkedIn for two and a half years now, and I've been using Shield for about a year and a half. So year and a half or two years. So that's come from analyzing the data, not just, oh, hey, it feels like people are engaging more. It is, I'm looking at data and saying, this is what's working. So this is what I'm going to push more. This generates leads, but doesn't get engagement. So I need to have this kind of mix of doing both each week so that the the right content is producing leads for me. And you said something there about, um, you know, you don't want to be tied to your phone because you need to be engaging on the content. Does engagement create engagement on LinkedIn? So LinkedIn is very much, and, and this is true for any social platform, it is a social platform. And the number one reason most people's content doesn't do well, they can have, like, I tell this to my clients all the time, we could produce 
the most perfect piece of content that everyone would would find value in like that would be just the most golden piece of content but if you're not engaging it's not going to get seen it's just how these algorithms work like they they are uh designed to keep you on the platform and they're designed to show you the type of content that you want to see based on who you engage with so if you are not engaging with other people, they're not going to see your post as much. So the one of the best ways to do this is to have a list of people, and I do this myself, I have a list of people that I engage with every single weekday. If they put out a post, I am liking it, I am commenting on it. And what happens is, and there's tears to this, like I, I will engage with some top creators, you know, those people that they could put out I ate tacos for lunch and they get 2000 likes and you're like, how do you do this? Like I'm putting out great content and I get like next to nothing compared to that. So I engage with those people because those people, when you engage with them, they're, they're probably likely never to engage back, but there are people in your ideal audience who are probably commenting and reading the comments or seeing the comments on those posts. So I have literally gotten clients by putting comments on other people's posts. They've seen the comment. They've DM'd me, said, hey, I saw this comment. Can you help me? Then I do kind of ideal customers, people who I'm like, these are people that I could work with. They fit our ideal customer persona. And so I find their content and I engage on it every day because I want to be the face that they trust. I want to be the face that they recognize. So when they are ready to need branding or content help, I'm the one already engaging on their content. They know me. We've built a relationship because I've talked with them. I've engaged on their content. Then they start engaging on mine. And it's like, who are you going to go with? The random person who sends you a, D, a salesy DM that's like, hey, you don't know me, but I do this, this, and this. Or the guy who supported your content for the last three months and who you know, you know his face, you know his personality, you know his character. That's kind of how this engagement works. And when you do that, when you find people that you engage with every single day, your content shows up in their feed. It takes a while to happen, but your content will start showing up in their feed. And so it's awesome. it's a very strategic, like it's not just publishing good content. There is the engagement side. And if you don't do the engagement side, you can put out great content and it not produce anything. That's amazing. So I'm gonna give you a couple of rapid fire questions before yeah. we wrap up here. So hashtags in the post, in the comments, or not at all? Three hashtags. At most, bottom of the post. Bottom of the post. LinkedIn automation, good, bad, and different. Bad. Don't use automation. You they're starting to crack down and suspend or ban accounts that use automation. Amazing. Length of a text post. What's your rule Ooh. of thumb? As long as it needs to be to get your point across, but try to go shorter because attention spans are shorter and make sure this is where if you do a longer post, that's fine make sure you do breaks, like one sentence breaks. It's, I don't have time to go into it. It is a psychology thing. Our brains accessing or reading content online, if they see a large paragraph, your brain will naturally want to skip over it. And this is based on 20 years or 15 years worth of, of research on this. If you are going to do a longer post, do not use paragraphs at all. It will tell people's brains as they're reading skip this, skip this, skip this. And before you know it, they just scroll right past. So those line breaks that people call broetry and they make fun of, 
that is based on science. If you do that, people will actually read your posts. Amazing. And last one, the mm-hmm. text post accompanying graphic or no? It depends. Um, I do both and play around with both. I would tell you if you're going to use a graphic, make sure it actually applies to what you're what you're stating in the post. I see a lot of people will do like a, a post and then it's a selfie that they put up like a, or like a professional picture of themselves. And it's like that your graphic should match what you're posting about or don't post a graphic. Fantastic. Jason, man, thank you so much for coming on and breaking down uh, how you grew your business with organic content on LinkedIn and how people can do the same thing. I really appreciate it, man. Where can people uh, check out more about you and your business? So obviously you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, It's just Jason Vanna. I post every weekday. It is going to be stuff to help you grow your own business. Um, And then our website would be, uh, we've got a ton of free branding and content guides. No email required. You're not going to be put into a sales funnel. I'm not going to call you if you download something or send you 500 emails. Um, Website is shift. We're trying to be cool. So it's S-H-F-T, no I. Um, dot marketing. So the whole thing is kind of confusing to people. Shift dot marketing, no dot com. Um, shift dot marketing, no I in shift. Uh, that's the website. You can grab a ton of free resources on there from us. Cool. Awesome, dude. Thanks so much. Cool. Thanks for having me on.